Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and we are on the air with a 60-minute time limit. The man in charge this episode is your host, the king of New England, Vic Muscat. We have the limited edition Michael Mike popping up here and there. I do not know what that noise was, but I'm going to roll with it. Today we have our friend Jason Scott, who was at the Royal Rumble event last Saturday. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Good. Hopefully my son doesn't turn up the sound full blast for his movie. Even though this movie is probably going to be better than what we're about to talk about, the 2022 Royal Rumble. Now, you are at the event. Yes. Was how the heck did you get tickets for something like that? So, well, you, I, when I found out that they were going to be in St. Louis a few months back, I, uh, of course, I one of my really good friends uh, that I've been friends with for my whole Air Force career, uh, he still lives there. Uh, I was stationed there in St. Louis, my first duty assignment back in the late 90s. And um, we'd always talked about going to one of these bigger events. We've been to Monday Night Raws. We've been to house shows, but I had never been to a pay-per-view. So, I mean, aside from Ring of Honor, NWA, stuff like that. So, once I found out they was in St. Louis, I said, I, we got to do this. So, I went ahead and got the tickets. They were 250 bucks a piece. And I wasn't on the floor. I was a little bit above the floor. So I could see everything. Um, yeah, I just pick it and let him know, and we made it happen. Yeah, your seats weren't bad. Your bad seats weren't bad at all. I've been to one event before, but it was years ago. We're talking about the vengeance where Randy Orton lost the Intercontinental Championship to Edge. Yep, yep. That was back in what, 2003, 2004? Yep. 2004. So that was the last time I've been to a, a live pay-per-view event. But I the what Tristy's there though is a different feel that you would get than just sitting at home watching on TV. Yes. And so something else that happened when my buddy picked me up from the airport the night before on Friday night, um, he t- informed me that a good friend of his worked at the Hyatt Regency, the Hyatt Hotel in downtown St. Louis. And apparently that's where all the wrestlers were staying. So we went from the airport straight to the Hyatt, just hung out in the bar. What do you have a couple uh, drinks? We have, well, that's, that's what I'm getting to. So <laughs> we had just hung out in the sports bar. We were there for probably four hours. And... We, we ran into Shelton Benjamin. Uh, he sat down right next to us and got some food. Um, you know, we, he, was, he was cool. He was cordial. We didn't ask him for a photo or autograph or anything. But there was a, a fan that did try to get a, a picture with him, and he wasn't, wasn't too happy about it, so he ran him off. Um, Cedric Alexander showed up, and we had a very long conversation with him. Good conversation. Great guy. Very friendly. Um, And then probably the most entertaining part of the night was when uh, Kevin Dunn and John Laurinaitis showed up. 
Oh, God. Yeah. So, they, but their posse of friends, whoever they are, I didn't recognize them. Um, of course, they walked around like they were God. And they, you could tell they had had several drinks because they were both stumbling all over the place. Well, about one, about one o'clock in the morning, walked over to where Laurenitis was standing with his group of people. They were kind of standing in a circle. And the fan grabbed his phone and pointed, you know, held it up to get a selfie. But he wasn't taking a selfie. He was actually taking a video with Laurenitis and his group in the background. Laurenitis didn't take that very well, and they got into a shoving match, and the guy got thrown out. So, Jesus. It sounds like WWE about, is more... they, were about 10, they were about 10 feet away from us when that happened. Jesus, you probably you were seeing the defunctions, the cracks of the being defunctions, the function of the WWE right in front of you. It's like yeah. that, that's a little unprofessional. I mean, I bet Shelton Benjamin, Benjamin, okay, I can see him. I mean, it's like sometimes you're just not in the freaking mood. Um after they closed the sports bar down, right after that incident, we stood out in the lobby where the elevators were and just hung out with some of the guys that were still there, uh, like Cedric Alexander. And that's when the the folks from SmackDown started showing up because remember they had just done Friday Night SmackDown in Kansas City. So as soon as that was over, all of those folks came over to St. Louis. It was about a three-hour drive, and they all started showing up about, you know, 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning. Um, Kevin Owens showed up, and we got our picture taken with him. That's nice. Uh, he, was, he was real friendly. Um, Big E showed up. Uh, he was there. We saw Otis. Um, uh, Liv Morgan. We saw her. Yeah, just a lot of people passing by. So it was a good night. Had a good time. Didn't bother anybody. Um, And then, of course, we we went went back to his place and got some rest. And then the next day, Saturday, we did a uh, a meet and greet with Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, um, Conrad Thompson, and Nick Aldis. Jeez, they hooked you up, didn't they? Please well, that it. was a totally that was a totally separate event, the meet and greet. That had nothing to do with the Royal Rumble. This was something when they realized, hey, they're having this big pay-per-view. Let's go set up a meet and greet the same day. We'll probably catch the same wrestling fans. So it was in a little uh little sports gym, uh, several blocks away from uh, the dome where the Royal Rumble was. And had a great time, great conversations. We uh, were right up in the front row. Um, there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of backstage uh, ring rat stories from Jeff Jarrett from his old Memphis days. Oh, geez. he probably has a ton of stories. Yes, he does. And. Oh, that's- and they, they talked a lot about Dixie Carter as well. 
in a good way or bad way? Basically saying that as a person, she was one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Great person to hang out with, great person to talk to, horrible businesswoman. <laughs> but horrible businesswoman, don't do business yep. with her. Yep, pretty much. Well, it seems like she was like the Southern Belle with money from the parents, and it was just plaything. That's so exactly what it was, and she she would not listen to the people with experience that knew what they were doing. Jarrett being one of them. Something sounds, sounds like Vince does the same thing, but Vince has the money to back up and do what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Vince Vince comes from that background. I mean, he he's a wrestling guy, always has been. It's in his blood. Dixie was not. Mm, true. True. It's kind of like we can get cons doing with the um which, which is it's kind of the what's going on with uh, the NWA. Billy Corgan owns it, but he's got wrestling people running it as the executive producers. So that's the smart thing to do. I mean, like you said before, Vince is playing like actors and like Hollywood people and storylines that have no clue what they're doing. Right. But Billy Corgan is playing people who knew knows how to do it. Right. He's a fan, but yet he he knows, hey, I'm not the expert at this. I've got a pretty good understanding, but I need real wrestling people here to help me book this and book it right. Who would have thought that Billy Corgan would have been a decent wrestling person behind the scenes in wrestling? When you first hear that, he's like, okay, he's buying some wrestling. You think to yourself, oh, God, smashing pumpkins. This guy doesn't know what he's going to do, what he's yeah. doing. And he's actually a very smart businessman. Yep. Yes, he is. I give him tons of credit. So the Royal Rumble itself, St. Louis, on his first wrestling pay-per-view, a Saturday night WWE pay-per-view, and I don't know how long, which right. they, sh- they should make them Saturday nights in general. And I think they're starting to switch over. I think they're starting to realize that, yeah, Saturday nights is probably a better primary night to have events than Sunday nights. Which give it five years. The Super Bowl will be on the Saturday. Which starts being on Saturdays then. Right. But the starting match was Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Yes. I was kind of a little surprised to see that match being the first match of the night. But okay, you know, it's not anything unusual for WWE. Just being Roman Reigns, not given the main event spotlight. Just- well, considering how, how they booked it, how they booked the whole show, it made sense. Because you had to get Roman's match out of the way for the rest of the story to progress throughout the night. I just figured it would be like a a different match, like the Women's Royal Rumble first or something like that. But what do I know? I know nothing about the professional wrestling world, I guess. Seth Rollins came up, came out as the old Shield gimmick. I thought that was pretty cool. That got a great reaction. The crowd erupted when that music hit. And then we were all looking around the arena because we knew he wasn't going to come down the rampway once that once that music hit. And mm-hmm. sure enough, they moved the spotlight onto the far side of the of the, the dome and you could see him coming down. Uh, what did you think of the match in general? The match was about what I expected. You know, it went back and forth. 
uh, could have went either way. But then the ending was uh, it did made no sense at all. The only thing I can think was, OK, you know, Roman's not going to lose. But you got to keep Seth strong. As to keep him as a contender. So I, I just I don't played very well. There were all those leaks on the internet already that uh, they're saying that Seth Rollins was going to win the title that night. So that's what I was watching because I hate leaks. I understand, okay, one, one little piece of information slips out. I don't like it, but I get it. But the yeah. WWE this event had multiple leaks out, which I hate that. That ruins a good – it's like watching a movie. And it's like you know the, who's going to who's gonna have it right. at the end. What's the point of watching you know, but Roman Reigns getting disqualified in that match. I'm to me, it was like, all right, if it was, let's say another pay per view other than the Royal Rumble, other than the Big Four, and that right. was the um, I would have been all right with it. But knowing it's a Royal Rumble, the Universal Title is on the line. Yep, and he gets disqualified. I'm not sure about that. It's just like it doesn't. I mean, if it sets something up for the elimination chamber, it's one thing, but it doesn't. It was just like kind of like a okay, we got to put someone against Reigns to kill the time. It was just a filler. That's all it was. And against Seth Rollins, uh, we'll have to say top five wrestler in the WWE. It's just stupid. And he didn't come out strong in it because after the match. We expected something to happen. We expected somebody to come out because he beat him, beat him up twice with a steel chair. And the whole time we're like, okay, somebody's going to come out. And it never happened. It was just a waste of time. It was filler. It didn't do anything for either guy. So uh, uh, very, very disappointed in the end of that match. I mean, maybe it's a face turn for Seth Rollins. I don't know. But a very weak one of that. Next match is the women's Royal Rumble. Yes. Which I have so many freaking questions about. <laughs> it's all right. You have a solid, maybe not 100% solid, but you do have a, a full NXT women roster. Yes. Why doesn't he put some of the NXT women in to fill in the gaps? Instead of like reaching out because the whole we opened up the forbidden door, Melina and Nikki James, that was a waste of time. That seemed like there was just like a hey, we'll well, these and okay. then we'll destroy them to show them that we're more late. I know why he did that though. It's it's about ratings and buy rates and a nostalgia sells. So when word got out that they were gonna have these uh these former uh, former divas showing up, they couldn't pass it up. And the whole forbidden door thing, where Mickey James and Melina came over, that that's just getting them positive publicity. Because for so long, Vince has been portrayed as the bad guy because he won't do that. He won't. He wouldn't open the forbidden door like the other companies have. So yeah, but, doing, but, but, but with Mickey James, he's a knockout women's champion. Right, and she last very wrong, well wrong in the Royal Rumble, so it's kind of like to me, it felt like saying like, okay, our wrestlers are more superior than anyone else we brought in, so we're gonna have them like kick. Molina lasted for like forty five seconds. Right, 
Right. And isn't Molina a top contender in NWA? She is. So it's like they just treated her like a, against once uh, Vince's favorite people, Sasha Banks. Yeah, it 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 wasn't booked very well. It, it could have been booked better uh, in how they performed. Um, I thought Mickey James came off a lot stronger because she actually eliminated uh, Michelle McCool of all people, which I didn't expect that. Um, but yeah, Melina did not come across as strong. Um, the crowd reaction for her was it almost blew the roof off of that place. Um, they of course they rolled the red carpet, everything out for it. It, it, it was it was a, a neat thing to witness live, um, but like. Like you said, they did not treat her very well. Um, but that, that that's all it was for. Should they have put the NXT ladies in there? Yes, they should have. Um, but I understand from a business perspective why they didn't. Yeah, but what's better? Someone from NXT, let's say the, uh, Mandy Rose, the women's champion. You put her in there. You put her in there or you put someone like Summer Rae in there and then call her Summer Rae uh, WWE legend. Right. I don't recall her doing anything in WWE that gave her. I don't recall her winning a title of any sort. No. Summer Rae, Kelly Kelly, um, <laughs> Molly Holly. Um, a lot of those that should not have been in there. Now, one part of that, I mentioned Molly Holly. Did you see where uh, Nikki Cross nailed her? He snuck up from behind the barricade and nailed her when she came up to the ring. Yes. That got a huge pop because we did not see that. We did not see Nikki hiding behind the barricade because she was already in the match. Yes. And we thought she was still in the ring. We weren't really paying attention. And as Molly Holly's coming down, Nikki slips out of the ring and comes around the side and just nails her from the, from the side when she comes from around that barricade. Huge pop. We got a kick out of it. Um, was well, superhero versus superhero at the time? Well, yeah, but we, we, it just it totally caught us off guard. It was it just just the way it was done was was brilliant. We had we didn't see that one coming. What's your opinion about Ronda Rousey coming back? Not impressed. Not I impressed. A, I really think she's a waste of time. I she's did, a, did, a waste did, of time. She's a waste of money because. She don't care. She don't care about the fans. She don't care about the business. She's made that very clear. And yes. and the and what gets me is they're trying to pump her up as this super baby face. But the re the reaction from the crowd at the Rumble and the reaction from Monday Night Raw tells me that nobody cares. We, the fans have not forgotten the things that she said behind the scenes. Oh, I, I mean, it's also, it's just, all right, take away the things that she said behind the scenes. Let's take away that off the record. The bottom right. line is she lost the title in UFC. She disappeared for maybe a year or two. All right. She lost the title. Then she lost a WWE Women's Championship, which is a lot easier to regain than a UFC title. Yep. And Vince would probably would have given her a rematch. But nope, she decided to go back home and cries a life's unfair too professional the, the fans turned against me blah 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 
right, to professional wrestling. You might as well go on DraftKings and say, hey, I got my tax refund. I'm going to put my money on and gamble on WrestleMania. <laughs> why? It's like, why? But Ronda Rousey won. She'll probably face Shard Flair most likely. Da, 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 da. Snore, 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 and all that crap. Right. I mean, Rousey coming back is one thing, but giving her the rumble the way they did, that was just complete utter BS, if you ask me. Yeah. From a from a reaction standpoint, as far as the getting the crowd involved, the women's match was better than the men's. Um of course, the ending, uh, we all knew that the ending was coming as soon as Rousey's music played. Uh, the, the place erupted when her music played. Yeah, that, that was cool. But as soon as she entered the ring, that was all gone. I was like, hey, she's back. Great. Yeah. Yep. And we're back to normal. So. Yeah. But what Vince wants, Vince gets. Next match is Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch for the WWE Women's Heavyweight Championship. It, I cringe when I see Becky Lynch be, trying to become like Ron McGregor. I always do. Um, I will be honest with you. I did not watch this match. This was my intermission match. <laughs> As it was about half of the crowd because we all went to the restrooms and to get food and to get beer. That was our intermission match. I would think the intermission match would have been um, the Miz match. No, I really wanted to see that one. I mean, I wasn't impressed. I probably should have used that one as intermission, but I, I actually wanted to see that one. Uh, but yeah, Becky Lynch retained the tile against Dewdrop. I do not know why they put that together, but okay, they have they had to do something. Again, it was a filler. A filler to get her to WrestleMania. Uh, and why is there any fillers? I mean, a good promotion won't need fillers like that. No. But, you know, what, what do I know? What do I know these days? Becky Lynch defeated Dewdrop. Whoopie D, whoopie dumb. Then you had Bobby Lashley versus uh, Brock Lesnar for the WWE World Championship match. Mm-hmm. I thought that match was good until the end. Well... You know, they they swerved us. I would, I do not see any of that coming. I I knew for I was like I've said this is the start. Give it time. Paul Heyman would turn on Roman Reigns or turn on Brock Lesnar. Just give it time. Yeah. It's gonna happen because if a smart the smart move would be keeping them together. The WWE are smart is it smart anymore? So therefore they're gonna sit. Separate him with Paul, uh, Paul Heyman in. Yeah. I agree. It was um, – Paul Heyman did not fit in the babyface role. So you knew it was only a matter of time. Now, did I expect it to play out like that? No. I didn't expect him to lose to Lashley. Um, but it was yes. a good, it was a good swerve. Um, I like how they played it out. The match probably now, one thing that we noticed 
in the crowd was when uh, Lesnar took him to Suplex City. First time he dropped him, he dropped him, folded him up like a chair, right on his head. That's and, yeah, it. the whole crowd cringed because we knew he was hurt. Every suplex after that, if you watch, he lands on his shoulder. He shifts his body to land on his shoulder and not his head. Because he almost, uh, Lashley said afterwards that he was almost knocked out unconscious from that first suplex. Guess he wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. But he got through it. Um, match was decent, better than the other matches up to that point. So. I think the Roman Reigns match was still slightly better than the Lesnar yeah. match. Yeah, it was a better match. But I definitely like the ending better in the uh, Lashley Lesnar match. This is why I don't get you build Lesnar up to beat the Beast Incarnate, unstoppable. And now he dropped the t- world title within a month, less than a month. Well, it's it like, goes back to it goes back to the whole the classic uh, gaining sympathy for the babyface. What is it going to take to get people to get behind him? If he's unstoppable all the time, people are going to get bored with it. He has to he has to overcome an obstacle. Okay, what obstacle? He gets screwed out of his title. Now everybody wants to see him get his hands on Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns again. Yeah, but there's a possibility it's going to be title versus title at WrestleMania. Reigns yeah. and Lesnar are nine. Yep. I mean, that's not going to exactly get my money to watch a WrestleMania event, sad to say. Yeah. But what do I know? <laughs> so Lesnar won the, uh, lost the title because of a belt shot from Roman Reigns. Big double cross. Paul Heyman, which that would make SmackDown somewhat interesting, I guess. But I always say, I guess, because it's like, I know they're going to screw it up. I know they're going to do something and it make no sense. So it's like, why waste my time? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know what their long-term plans are. I know Lesnar's going to get a rematch. Well, of course, he's in the Elimination Chamber, so there's a possibility he could win it back there and then go on to WrestleMania in a title versus title match. I don't know. Yeah, but is, is Brock Lesnar that good of a wrestler to make him look like a wrestling king? You know, have him uh-huh. come to the Elimination Chamber, you know, have him win the world title, possible title versus title at WrestleMania. It's like with enough is enough. At least he's not as part-time as he was last time. Right. So the next match after that is the... What are we up to? The mixed tag match? Yes. Miz and Mrs. versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. See, this, yep. was, my, this was my piss match. Right. I, from what I saw, it was okay. It wasn't anything like dreadful. No, but... The, the thing I picked up the most on this match was 
the crowd reaction. It, it did not exist. There was nothing. Well, because it's it's just like storyline. There was nothing behind it. It's just you, you could you could hear crickets. And Miz, about halfway through the match, started to try to do stuff to get heat to get the crowd reaction. And he did a little bit, but for the most part, it was it was dead. Um, folks were not impressed with Maurice. Because Maurice is out. I mean, no, no disrespect towards her. She has she has a tremendous amount of ring rust. Right. That's I, that's it. I'm her a couple of like raw episodes, you know, just to have her get the rust off or something. But yeah, you know, it's just it looked like she was like always seemed like she was like a second behind with her moves. Yeah. Oh yeah. You tell that I mean she. I'm not saying that she wasn't trying. That she absolutely sucks. It just, it is what it is. And we were all talking about that, too. It was like, we are like, did she practice at all? I mean, has she gotten into just, like, their own ring or in some gym somewhere and just practiced taking bumps? Because it didn't look like it. Probably not. She probably, probably she has big tits. She, no one's going to care. Right. Which, I guess... <laughs> That's a WWE for you. So we're up to the main event, the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, should I start this off or should you start it off? Well, it was um, it was good to see AJ. And I knew once he started that he was going to be in there the longest. He was the workhorse in that match. Um, I didn't think he was going to win it, but I knew he was going to be the workhorse. And he was. And a lot of of great spots. Johnny Knoxville got a great reaction. Uh, We really enjoyed him getting beaten up like he did. Um. I kind of thought that that Lesnar was going to come out. I wasn't sure who number 30 was going to be, but once I heard his music, I was like, okay, that's it. I, I, I see where this is going. And sure enough, he, he, he won it fairly easily. Yeah, I see where this is going in ways that none of us will understand. Mm-hmm. He's like he just wrestled. When I don't, I also with the women's Royal Rumble, he said, "Well, Charlotte, if she wins, she gets to decide who she defends the title." When did that rule come about? Yeah, that's dumb. He's like, "When the fuck did that?" I mean, he's like, they're adding rules to everything again. It's just like, and uh, something that I've that I've been reading about throughout the day is the decision for Lesnar to win it came at the last moment just like it always does. Riddle was supposed to win the Rumble. I heard that, and I think Riddle would have been the worst decision. Yeah. Um, he, so Lesnar wins it. Now he gets to pick who he wants to face. It's obviously going to be Reigns, but there's going to be you know different forks in the road to that point. 
Well, I guess last night on Raw, he did announce that he is good. He wants rings at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, but he wants Lashley first. So I just so you gotta give Lesnar a tile shot from Raw and a tile shot from SmackDown. Yep. So the brands mean nothing anymore. The brands mean nothing anymore until now, as they say it does. If they say it does, that I, I thought AJ Styles was NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... Why do you think fans put up with this? Well, a lot of it is because it's all they've ever known. They don't understand. They do it for the sheer entertainment. Uh, okay, these are the big, big names. These are the famous people that are all over TV and media. They don't, they don't care about the back backstory, the, the sport of professional wrestling. I saw recently, um, Ohio Valley wrestling's nightmare rumble. Mm-hmm. Which at number 30 was uh, a wild card drawing. It's like, if you've been eliminated, you, there's a random drawing who gets, goes, goes back in. Okay. And that was a lot more entertaining, made a lot more sense than the Royal Rumble. Right. It's only it's all about setting the stage for WrestleMania. That's all it is. The quality of it has gone in the toilet. And of course, wrestling fans out there is just going to take it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of complaints, but as long as their uh, stock prices are still high, they don't care. By hook or crook, the stock markets are still high. What's that? By hook or crook. They don't yeah. care how much to go through. Yeah. I read the other day that uh, WWE was the number one most profit wrestling organization last year. And most yeah. of it was because of all the cuts he made. Yeah, exactly. That that's that's what companies do when when your when your stock prices start going down, you got to get rid of assets. And that's what they did. That's when they started cutting like crazy. Yeah, but whose fault was it with going down? Yeah, but that, that they don't care. They they can only control what they can control. And then they're not going to change their way of thinking. And how they how they run the wrestling business, that's just not going to happen. So they do the next the easiest thing. Okay, which of these wrestlers are not moving the needle? They're just taking up space and taking up money. Okay, let's get rid of them. Yeah, but a lot of them they always weren't in that category. Like Kerrigan Cross, you really think Kerrigan Cross is someone that couldn't move the needle? Oh, I, know. I I don't agree with who who they cut by a long time, but in their eyes, these are the people that couldn't move the needle, so they got to go. This is, I just keep on thinking to myself, like, how much longer is the WWE going to remain above water doing this? <laughs> you know, we we asked Eric Bischoff a question during the uh, the meet and greet 
where does he see WWE in the next five years? And he said he thinks that they will be sold to another company like NBC or Disney or something like that. Most likely. Is that going to be good? Probably not. But. Well, I think if you go to Disney way, you pretty much committed yourself and your sports entertainment for yep. life. Yep. That's the way it is. And the thing I don't get is the WWE and everywhere else is different. Professional mm-hmm. wrestling and sports entertainment. But we still have this idea where we had to put this in one category. Yeah. It's like putting Alabama Christian that tied into the like who's the best of the best in the NFL West. Makes no sense. But yeah, I'm pretty burnt out for WWE after just watching that little event. Yeah. It was uh wasn't what I expected it to be. Um I expected a lot more especially from the men's Royal Rumble. Um, I, I do. I feel like it was just a lot of filler to get through to WrestleMania. Now, will WrestleMania be good? I, I think it will. I think they're going to put forth their, their best effort in WrestleMania. But We have the uh, Saudi Arabia. We got to keep the Saudis happy first. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, that caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to hear that. They're having the elimination chamber in Saudi, but. Man, how, how do they ship something like that to the Middle East? That has to be expensive. Yeah. A lot of cargo planes. A lot Wait. of cargo. And for, for what is the question? Just to have elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia? No, because that's part of the deal. They they agreed to do so many pay per views in Saudi Arabia. And oh, I know they, that. Yeah, I know that. It's just you know, but they didn't say it had to be like an elimination chamber or a hell in a cell. I don't know. Oh, that's. I think the Saudi Arabia things are a waste. It kind of it kind of takes WrestleMania back a couple of steps. Doesn't make it as good. Right. And I feel bad. For, I feel bad for the performers because they got to go over there and do that, and then get turned right around and come back to the states and go back out on the road. WWE is the only one with a full house show schedule, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because um, like the end of like, of course, Ring of Honor is on hiatus until April, and then they'll be back. Um, AEW. They're only doing, you know, the TV shows. They're not doing a full house house show schedule. And then NWA is only filming once every two months. So why is WWE finding necessary for them to go push the wrestlers? Because what they're doing to the wrestlers, it has to be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Well, it always has been. So That's why. Been- why push but them like it's not necessary? They feel like 
I think Vince feels like he, okay, I'm not pushing them near as hard as I was back in the eighties and nineties where they were going every day, uh, twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday. And they're not doing that anymore. So he probably feels that, Oh, it's fine. I've, I've cut, I've cut it in half. These guys should be fine. And how come they don't allow WWE doesn't allow wrestlers to go on like little podcasts like this one? Because it's not in their contract. (laughs) (laughs) Hook hook a little guy up. That's what I got to say. Hook a little guy up. (laughs) It is not in their contract. I mean, I want to. I got a hook to Taka. Remember Taka? Yeah. Who uh, said that he would? But it's it's contracted. WWE says he can't now us with they without their permission. Seriously? Wow. Was he under a legends contract or something? I, I would think so. Yeah. Because when I asked, I was like, "Oh, you still part of a contract? That's cool for you." And I was, what can I say to him? No. What the fuck? Yeah. He's like, okay, that's cool. I understand. Well, you could sue him. For what? <laughs> Over Tataka, give me someone bigger. And then I'm like, shot to attend the court. But Tataka, it's like kind of a okay, cool. It's really cool. We're not messing with you. Yeah. Any up any updates on Hulk Hogan? No. That looks like it was a fucking scam and a half. Uh-oh. Uh, that's right. We haven't talked for a while, have we? No. The guy who said he had a connection, get me in. I guess, you know, you had pictures of him and Hogan. Yep, you know, together. Yep, yep, he could do it. He could do it. The guy was a wrestler. His references checked out. So I was like, all right, you can get me Hogan on for a fraction of the price. All right, cool. Gave him the money. Never gave me Hogan. Oh. And he never gave me my money back. Oh, no. Ouch. That was only 300 bucks. Oh, Mm. I'm sorry, brother. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, I should have been lost. I should have said, hey, I want to talk to the guy first before I send any money. Yeah. Because before he was like, I can get you Charlie Haas. Yeah. So, of course, you know, here comes the Charlie Haas interview, and all of a sudden, not only I get, like, a, don't get a cancellation, but I get nothing. I mean, I just get totally ghosted. So after this third time this happened, I messaged Charlie Haas personally. And it was like, hey, you know, it was very polite saying like, hey, this is what's going on. This guy says he can get me. Da, 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 da. It just happened to be true. Or what I just said was, do you know this guy? Just point blank. And Charlie gets back to me and says, I do not. And I was like, figures, of course. Not good. So it's like, whatever, that's fine. Well, they'll be they'll, they'll be they'll be good ones coming up. I'm sure. I don't need Hulk Hogan to get this podcast over. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah. And I got some wrestlers that I've contacted personally, but their fees are like too high. Right. But with tax refunds coming back, never say never. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's uh. All in all, it was a good show. It was a great time. Uh, I actually had a better time hanging out at the Hyatt the night before and doing the meet and greet than I did at the Rumble. 
was probably a lot less people at the rumble or at the meet and greet and stuff like that. It's probably a lot easier to get around. No, it was. It was. And we we had we got in the bar at the Hyatt just at the right time. There was two seats right up at the bar, right in the middle of everything, so we could see and interact with everybody. So it was uh it was a good time. How much is a beer at these wrestling things these days? What did we spend? We had they 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 didn't have it in draft. It was only in cans, and the cans were five dollars a piece. Not bad. No. Now, like major league sports games, it was like ten dollars or twelve bucks a beer. No, it was down, um, but they were very limited on what they had. Um, they, of course, the uh, the concession stands themselves advertise like uh, popcorn and nachos and cheese. And they didn't have any of that. All they had was candy bars, uh, Coke, Sprite, and bottled water. Um, and like a little Italian sandwich. That's all they had. Why was that just the usual norm there? Or was it because of COVID issues? Or what was I don't know if it was because of COVID or if it was because of WWE. And it was just they like they had specific vendors that were working behind the counter. It wasn't the actual company. Um, but yeah, they, they weren't working at full capacity. Huh, that's has to be cold. I would think it has to be cold. It's St. Louis, Royal Rumble. Right. I think that, un- uh, yeah. Strange. Uh, so how many stars would you give this event if you had to give it a rating? Uh, out of five? Yeah. I'd give it a two. I'm not too far off. i give it a two and a quarter. Which kind of stunk, stinks, because I was really, you know, like keeping an open mind about how this would actually be good. They're not going to screw this up. You know, they're getting with the times, getting with, the, and with everything. And just for them, like, bah. No, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a letdown. And I don't care what anyone says, Becky Lynch versus Lita is a waste of fucking time. Again, another one of those nostalgia deals. I mean, we're going to have Becky Lynch beat Lita just to make Lita's legacy even bigger and diminish Lita's? Pretty much. They did that with Trish Stratus. Which I, which I expected to see her, um, but of course she didn't show up, but uh, that, that, that would have been a much better encounter. I would too. Also, Charlotte Flair has to be the one, the last one in the ring if she's not one ant. Right. Uh, it drives me nuts when they say, and I hear someone on Twitter going like, Charlotte Flair and Becky is the best wrestler, women's wrestler in the world. Wow. I'm like, who do they beat out of the WWE to be the best? <clears throat> Uh, it was, uh, it's like that's all they have to work with. 
is those two because they put so much time and money into into those two women that they can't allow anybody else to to be at the top of the card. Well, what kills me is they put so much time and energy into Bianca Blair, which I'm not a Bianca Blair fan by a long shot. I have no long loss, love loss for her or anything. Right. But they put so much time, money, and effort to build her up just to lose, make her lose a big match in 26 seconds. Right. And there hasn't been like a real like rematch or anything, just a lot of confusion. Well, here's something that I just heard, uh, not within the last couple of hours. I guess after Monday Night Raw went off the air last night, uh, they had a dark match between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. And they reversed it. And uh, Belair beat her in like 20 seconds. So I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah, but was a title on the line? Probably not. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, so it's like, uh, oh, you did it, but we're gonna be nice enough. What you do it to do to you? What we did to you guys? We'll be fair. We'll be nice. It's just the title won't be on the line. Right. Uh, thinking about WWE's logic makes my head hurt sometimes. <laughs> Really does. NXT is pretty much non-existent anymore. Yeah, I, I, I barely watched it when Triple H was running it. I definitely don't watch it now. I watched it when Triple H was running it. It was actually really good before the yeah. takeover. But you yeah. know, what's best for the company now? There are articles out about WWE being very disappointing in the ratings. Well, what do you think was going to happen? Yep. And so did you hear? Did was you that, hear that uh, Vince Vince removed Shane from the company? I heard that. I heard he pissed off a lot of people, putting himself in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, we that that really surprised a lot of us when, when he came out. Uh, we kind of scratched our heads, like, "What's this all about?" And then to see him try to get over as he like he did. And getting all of his high spots in, um, I, I wasn't surprised when I heard that he that he ruffled a lot of feathers backstage. But does it But it, it doesn't surprise me he did that though. He's a McMahon. Yeah. Like my daddy but, says, what? So. Mm. It's, but I had always heard good things about him as a person. So I was a little shocked when I heard that. I think with WWE logic, could be some miscommunication. It could be other things behind the story. It's like them saying that, oh, Jeff Hardy was high that when he left the, the when he left the WWE. You saw the video footage of him leaving, right? Yeah. Off, up and down the board. He was high. He was high. He was high. Matt Hardy has come out and actually shown a drug test from the WWE yep. around the time that this happened that came back negative. Yeah, he was he was just burnt out. He was just burnt out and WWE's trying to save face. Yeah. It's 
and that was my first thought when I heard about that was, um, okay, this is going to be a drug issue, but I really didn't think he was. I knew he was in a much better place. And I, I really didn't, I really believe that, that it, he was just burnt out. He was tired of the way they were using him. Uh, he was jobbing out to everybody. And I, I just think he was tired of it. To a point, he turned down a Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. yeah. He did. I, my question with the uh, you put Johnny Knoxville in. But what about guys like Finn Bauer? Right. <laughs> exactly. I was going off about when uh, Ricochet came out about how much of a talent Ricochet is and how much he's being held down. Yep. It was just. I would say it was good to see the Bellas again, but I'll be lying. Yeah that the that was that was entertaining. We we all like that. Um, but from a storyline perspective, just the way it all ended, once we heard Rousey's music, we knew she was going to win it. And once once she got into the ring, the initial pop was great, but then as soon as she got into the ring and started doing what she was doing um, with her little UFC jabs, that was okay. <laughs> now, now we know why we didn't care when she left. Doesn't everyone realize – uh, Amanda Nunes shattered every Rousey record she posted in UFC. Yeah, I mean, Rousey is not even a thought. In she's not relevant anymore. Yeah, she's not even a thought. Not even talks of like greatest of all time talks. She's no. not out of that conversation. But I get. Uh, I don't know. I just do not know anymore. Yeah. So what event, what what events do you have coming up? Uh, no, nothing that I've got on my calendar. I mean, the NWA is not going to be back here for a while. Um, when when they were here in December, I was there at the meet and greet with uh, Billy Corgan and Melina, mm -hmm. and one of the things he t discussed with us was the issues that he's having with the studio in Atlanta. Um, their COVID protocols are kind of overkill and it, it was causing a lot of friction between, uh, him and, and, uh, GPB studios. So he's been looking for another place to do it in Atlanta. Um, and I recommended, uh, center stage where uh, ring of honor does their, uh, TV shows or their, their live events in Atlanta and he's considered that. So that might be a possibility, um, which if you remember center stage is also where WCW used to do their Saturday night program. Yeah. I was, I was just, I was just thinking of that. Yep. So, but until then it looks like they're going to be bouncing around to other areas. They're going to be going to Nashville. They're going back to Oak Grove, Kentucky. Um, so, other than that, I don't have any other shows that I want to be going to anytime soon. And uh, WWE won't be back here anytime soon either. 
I'm pretty much keeping everything on the wall after the winter time's over. Yeah. Because yeah. COVID is dipping down a bit. Now, I have been keeping up with uh, our pal, uh, Sal Renaro, and he's he's wrestling a lot here locally, so I'm going to try to catch some of his shows. Here you go, Sal. What a good guy. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just going to keep low for the um, wintertime. There's some local places about an hour from here, which I'm going to check out, I think. Like Extreme Professional Wrestling and um, mm-hmm. sh- a promotion called Shut Up and Wrestle. Yeah. I'll catch those and probably catch another LPW event, Lucky Promotion Wrestling, down in Boston this year. Okay. Again. Go to more. There was a place in uh, about an hour away from – here that was a part of a mall that you could get a bunch of they did like about once or twice a month signings and shit like that until they just announced it closed down which that sucks uh, yeah i was i was concerned about ring of honor but they've already announced that they're coming back in april for another pay-per-view um so that that's good news i don't know how that's going to play out Considering they released all their talent, but um, I thought they, I thought the talents was all still in a contract. They're just like being pimped out. Well, and I'm that might be the case. But back when before uh, final battle in December, it was reported that all of their talent was released from their contracts, so they could gain employment elsewhere until they could figure out what they were going to do. So I don't know how that's working, but my guess is at least the champions that, that were, that were the champions going out of final battle will, uh, will be back. Was it C rock, the women's champion? Uh, yes. <clears throat> she dropped but the I want to say she recently lost that belt to Dana Perrazzo. Yeah, she did on a uh, impact. Yep. And the Briscoes are still the tag champions, but they will be competing in the Crockett Cup for the NWA here in a couple months. I heard they were bringing back the Crockett Cup. Yep. Yep. That's old school. Yeah. But it's but it's good. They got some good teams in there. Uh so I think it'll be 16 teams. And so far the Briscoes and a few others have been named. Do you think this will all been happening if they didn't do the whole forbidden door opening? No, I don't think they would. I think it's I, I think it's kind of the the cool thing to do now. Um, I don't think now Ring of Honor and NWA. I think they would they would be doing business, but I don't think Impact and AEW would have been doing what they've done. Because they've got national television deals. That's fair enough. Fair enough, Sarah. So, anything else you want to add before we sign off? No, brother. I think we're good. Uh, Great to talk to you again. And uh, let me know when you want to do it again. Like I said, I don't uh, don't have any shows that I'm going to be attending anytime soon, but of course, there's, there's a lot of wrestling on TV, so there's always something to talk about. 
you know you're always more than welcome to come back on. Anytime you want, you just have to shoot me a message. All right, brother. You have, I mean, you fight your friends over. We'll have one big party. All right. All right, my friend. Well, All right, you have a good one. Yeah, you stay safe out there. All right, take care. Take care, bye-bye.